What is up everyone? It's Quinn here. And in this video, I'm going to be going through my week 11 tight end start sits. So talking about all 14 week 11 matchups, talking about every fantasy relevant tight end, and then listing them as either a start fringe option or a sit. The starts are going to be the tight ends you trust in your lineup week to week. I feel like at this point in the season, the tight end position is trending in the right direction. This is probably the most starts I've had in any video, and that's with having four teams on by. So I do think the tight end position is trending in the right direction. The fringe options, these are going to be more of like your back end tight end ones, your high end tight end twos. You may not love them week to week, but they're definitely playable. Um, and then the sits, players that you would prefer to keep on your bench. We're just going to jump right into the Thursday night matchup where you have the Bengals taking on the Ravens. For the Bengals here, they continued to use a tight end by committee. So sitting Tanner Hudson, Drew Sample, and Irv Smith Jr. Then for the uh, Ravens here, I think you continue to fire up Mark Andrews. Had a disappointing game in week 10. Not super concerned. He is still the tight end three on the season. You continue to fire him up with a lot of confidence as a high-end tight end one. Now shifting over to Sunday, we have the Cowboys taking on the Panthers. And for the Cowboys here, I'm actually going to have Jake Ferguson listed as a start. I could see an argument for a fringe option, but he has put together three straight impressive fantasy games. In week eight, he went four for 47 with a touchdown. In week nine, he went seven for 91 and a touchdown. And then in week 10, he went four for 26 with the touchdown. Now we definitely can't be expecting a touchdown every single week, but at this point with the way Dak Prescott has played as of late, I feel like we just got to ride the hot hand here. Ferguson is clearly very involved. He's heavily targeted near the end zone. And so that's why he is going to be a start for me this week. Then for the Panthers, unsurprisingly, um, Hayden Hurst is going to be a sit. Then looking at the divisional matchup between the Steelers and the Browns. For the Steelers, we could be getting Pat Frymuth back this week. Even if he's returning, I guess he's like a fine streaming option, but I would have him as a sit. He was disappointing early on in the season. Wouldn't want to trust him in his first game back. Then for the uh, Browns here, David Njoku had a really, really rough start to the season. He has definitely started to come around over the past few weeks. He's actually scored 10 or more PPR points in each of the last four weeks, and he has scored 10 plus points in five of the last six games. He has gone for 50 or more receiving yards in three of the last four weeks, and he's been targeted six or more times in those four games. So I definitely think he's relevant again. It's probably like a back-end tight end one. I am going to have him as a fringe option this week just because the ceiling hasn't been crazy. But I think one more solid game and he could be bumped up to a uh, start heading into week 12. We're going to have another divisional matchup between the Bears and the Lions. And for the Bears here, I currently have Cole Komet as a fringe option. I think he's a slightly better play if Bajan is at quarterback. He's had those two nuclear games with Bajant, had kind of a rough start to the season with Justin Fields. So if Bajant is the quarterback, I would have Komet as a start. If it's Fields, I think he's more of like a fringe tight end one. So he would be a fringe option for me. For the Lions, you continue to fire up Sam Laporta as a mid to high end tight end one. The next matchup's not going to be great at the tight end position. Chargers taking on the Packers. The Chargers continue to uh, split routes between Donald Parham Jr. and Gerald Everett. So both those guys are going to be sits for me. And then for the Packers, Luke Musgrave is like a fine streaming option if you're really desperate, but he is going to be a sit for me. Like I talked about at the top, there is kind of a lot of depth at the tight end position at this point, which is not super normal. So Luke Musgrave's production, I just don't think is um, consistent enough to actually have him as a fringe option here. In the next game, we're going to have the Cardinals taking on the Texans, and I'm going to have both of these tight ends listed as starts, starting off with uh, Trey McBride here. I was excited for him to finally get Kyler Murray back. He had a 78% rock participation, which is definitely solid. Not necessarily like crazy elite, but 
Definitely enough for a uh, solid fantasy tight end. He was targeted nine times, caught eight of those for 131 receiving yards. So he had a massive first game with Kyler here. I think he's someone you should feel confident starting in your lineup moving forward. He has put up 20 plus PPR points in two of the last three weeks. Trey McBride is definitely trending in the right direction peaking, really kind of starting to break out here. So I like him as a start. And then Dalton Schultz had a fine game in week 10, not as nuclear as some of his other performances, but CJ Stroud continues to ball out. They're probably going to be able to put up some points against this uh, Cardinals defense. So I do like Schultz as a solid play also. In the next matchup, we have the Titans taking on the Jaguars. For the Titans, going to be sitting Chigo Conquo. Titans offense has kind of stalled over the past couple of weeks, and Chig really has never been a um, you know solid option week to week this season. Then for the Jaguars, going to fire up Evan Ingram. He hasn't been a crazy high ceiling guy, but he has been fairly consistent throughout the season. I like him here as a solid like mid to back end tight end one start. In the next matchup, we have the Raiders taking on the Dolphins. For the Raiders here with Michael Mayer, even though his usage is you know has improved over the past few weeks. I'm still going to have him as a sit here. This Raiders offense just hasn't looked great. Seems like they're going to try to force feed Devontae Adams. I just don't know if there's going to be enough volume to go around for a guy like Michael Mayer to really be fantasy relevant. And then on the other side with the Dolphins, going to be sitting Durham Smythe. They really just haven't gotten their uh, tight ends super involved week to week. We're going to have a divisional matchup between the Giants and the Commanders with Darren Waller on IR. Daniel Bellinger is definitely going to be a sit for me. That Giants offense is very, very rough at this point. And then for the Commanders, have him here every week, Logan Thomas. He's pretty much the definition of a fringe play. Probably going to be like a high-end tight end two, playable, but you probably don't absolutely love it in your uh, lineups. Shifting over to the Buccaneers, taking on the 49ers. Pretty clear start and a pretty clear sit here. So for the Buccaneers, we had Kate Otten with like the big game in week nine unsurprisingly came back down to earth here in week 10. So he's definitely going to be a sit for me. And then for the 49ers, George Kittle continues to have some of those high ceiling games. So he is definitely going to be a start for me this week going up against the Buccaneers. Next up is going to be a divisional matchup between the Jets and the Bills. And Tyler Conklin has actually had back-to-back solid games. I'm still at a point here where I don't have a lot of trust in his production consistently. Um, We have Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson. Those are really the two weapons I want to be relying on with this Jets offense. And then for the Bills, you continue to fire up Dalton Kincaid with confidence over the last, I think it's four weeks. He has just been very, very consistent, very strong weekly production, even with the offensive coordinator change. I don't think it's really going to affect Dalton Kincaid. I think he's a very strong start moving forward. The next matchup is going to be the Seahawks taking on the Rams. Really not a great tight end matchup fantasy-wise. The Seahawks continue to roll out a tight end by committee, so going to be sitting Noah Fant there. And then for the Rams, I'm going to be sitting Tyler Higby. Even though his routes are fine when you're competing for touches with Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua, it's just going to be tough for me to actually want to rely on you um, week to week. The next game is going to be the Vikings taking on the Broncos. A very clear start and a very clear sit. Obviously, you're firing up TJ Hawkinson. Josh Dobbs, another big game. TJ Hawkinson had a great performance. I mean, this dude was getting lit up on like every reception. Just continued to come down with them. Put together a great fantasy day and a great overall day. So Hawkinson's obviously locked into your lineup as a high-end tight end one. And then definitely going to be uh, sitting Adam Troutman. And then the final game of the week, Monday Night Football Super Bowl rematch. The Eagles taking on the Chiefs. Very strong tight end matchup here. Going to be starting both of these dudes. 
Dallas Goddard as more of a mid to back end tight end one, Travis Kelsey as the tight end one, high end tight end one rest of season. So like I said at the top, a lot of really interesting tight ends at this point, a lot of guys that you could have snagged off of waivers at some point in the season, right? Like the Sam Laportas, the McBrides, Kincaid may have been cut at some point, Jake Ferguson, players like that. So I think the tight end position is probably as interesting as it's been in honestly years, I feel like at this point. So hopefully you guys have a solid option this week. If you guys enjoyed the video, smash that like button, subscribe to the channel. Thank you all for stopping by and I will see you in the next one.